Faith Baton. Faith Baton is a product of Things on Shirley's Brain. And Faith Baton is where we will meet to uh, discuss real life issues, um, salvation, and Christ-centered living. And we're going to have a great time. Um, We'll be discussing all things that pertain to faith, how and why we might want to receive, carry, and pass the faith baton. And we will be meeting once a week. Thank you, and we look forward to meeting with other faithers. Thanks. Hello, Faithers. Thank you for joining our Faith Baton podcast today. And I'm just reflecting today, uh, coming back off of a spiritual high. You said, what is a spiritual high? It's an opportunity to uh, have encounters of various um, accounts or activities in which the Lord has blessed you, has poured into you, and that you had fellowship. And we, I actually attended a conference recently, uh, Inspire Women. It's a conference in Houston where a lot of women get together and do that very thing, lift up the Lord and lift each other up. And the theme on this occasion was really, really good considering all that we're going through in the world. And there were three takeaways that just resonated with me. And I thought I would share those with you. And it was simply talking about uh, scriptures to back it up, how no matter what we go through, the Lord is always with us. And in this lecture, Dr. Uh, Swanson's, I believe, from the College of Biblical Studies or Dallas Theological Seminary. And he spoke most eloquently about, in all the constants of the world, everything that we're going through, the Lord is still there for us to seek him. But it requires an effort on our part. We have to be the one who seek him out. And that was a great takeaway. And the second one was we had a a doctor uh, also of that same Dallas Theological Seminary. And she spoke on compassion fatigue. And I've been in a nursing field uh, for quite a while. And... I know what fatigue is and I know what compassion is, but she put that thing together and gave us a vision of what a lot of us are dealing with today. And that is the desire to be there, to hold a space for those around us, perhaps even in our very own family that are just swamped and buried under um, 
emotional stress, whether that's from physical illnesses, from emotional trauma, whether it's from loss, whether it's from anticipation or needing things, any type of tragedy, and just plain, and there's nothing plain about it, just death itself, and the anticipated wear and tear on us. And as Christians of God, he says that a brother lives for, uh, a friend lives for adversity, meaning that when you're a friend to someone, there's always going to be an open door where you can listen or you should be available to listen and hear and offer guidance if it be that you have that knowledge or that knowledge base or just a listening ear. She talked about how a lot of that can put internal pressure on the person who is being the recipient, who's listening, who's caring. And that if you're submerged with so much of that, it can easily overwhelm you if you don't take certain precautions to protect your soul. Remember that scripture says, take every thought captive. So how can you absorb that and then um, deal with it appropriately and help the person that came to you. And so many of these things we have empathy about. We understand, but we can't do anything about it. But it touches us because we are relational beings. And if we have any type of heart, it affects us. The closer it is, the more it affects us deeply. And the more we realize that we are out of control and don't have the ability to fix it, to fix it for ourselves, to fix it for our friends, for our loved ones, anyone. And she talked about how she got caught up in that uh, with her own personal life of a busy uh, work schedule and being called back in to be a physician and during the time of COVID and how all of that was just more than she could handle. The guilt of not being a caregiver herself. I mean, she had a remote job, a teleconference situation, but she wasn't on the front line. I remember thinking that as myself, uh, about that myself as a nurse. I remember working in uh, med surge and ER and various things and how that front line is. And I truthfully thank the Lord that I, at the time, was not in that position, but with a sense of guilt and intercessory prayer for those who were. But those are some of the turmoils and the things that we go through. And she concluded it all by simply saying that there were a few things that we could do to help us better manage or be able to survive uh, those things that are thrown at us because they will continue. And we do have a certain role to be there for our brothers and sisters. 
But she said that we need to learn to lean into God in those times. Spend time with him, studying in his word and being reassured that all is well. That we need to get rest, physical rest, sleep, hours, whatever your normal sleep pattern is, six to eight hours. That we need to have proper nutrition, eat good, eat those things that we know are healthy, reduce the junk food. And we need to have social outs, meaning getting out and being socially involved with other people, lighthearted interaction. And then we need some just rest and relaxation. But God is first. Keep that in mind. And our last speaker, which I just thought rounded out the day, was a Dr. Duckworth, I believe. And he uh, talked about community. And by the time we left there, thinking about the Golden Girls, uh, we had an opportunity to look at one of the best ways to survive and to support each other overall. And that is going to be through developing community. I had a friend once um, at a church that I attended And she came up to me and she said, I was new at the church. And she says, I befriend you. I was puzzled by that, but intrigued at the same time. What does that mean? I befriend you. Kind of much what it says, that I'll be there for you. I'll support you. You can count on me. Well, this Dr. Duckworth was saying the same thing. That God created us for community. He created us to shine and to be there for each other. Because if I'm lifting you up and you're lifting me up, and I'm lifting that one up and that one's lifting me up, gosh, we've created a community of support, a tight-knit opportunity to survive. We've just increased our opportunities to survive. You know, the Bible says that there's a where uh, two cards are not easily broken. That is saying, well, a community is numerous of cards that cannot easily be broken. So I'll leave that nugget with you that you go out through your day and your week looking for opportunities to be a friend to someone and to be a support system. Don't take on all the eternalism, but realize That God's got you and he's got everybody in his hand. But we have to do our part. So be blessed. May God bless you and keep you as you think of your community and how you can be a vessel for the Lord. Thank you, Faithers, for listening. Just wanted to remind you that you can subscribe anywhere where you receive your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the other podcasting platforms. And we would love for you to do that. Just push that 
little button that says subscribe and uh, you will be automatically receiving our new episodes. And that way you can correspond with us and let us know some of the things that may be on your mind or that you would like to hear um, and that we could discuss.